Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 86 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. Uh, this is a recap of night two, WrestleMania 37 is out. Oh, I got a tongue, tongue tied, as always. You can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, among others. And if you're on iTunes, go ahead, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, also, at ykwrestling.com, you can find uh, the uh, NWO-inspired Black Lives Matter uh, designs and T-shirts. You know, you can see it right behind me, you know. Hit up uh, that, that that link that says, what a maneuver. Get you your merch, man. Proceeds, you know, donated and, and whatnot. Uh want to welcome our, our resident, our, our resident host, uh, guest host from the uh, number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, Smacking It Raw, uh, the warden, the HWBIC, Matt Ritter. And Mr. 24-7 is here again this week. Malik Riggs is in the house. What's uh, happening? What's happening? This is probably the eighth or ninth time that Matt has been on here. This is the first time Malik's been on here with me. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Man. That's crazy. Be busy, man. I'll be working. I'll be <laughs> Mr. 24-7, like, it was literally 24-7 this week. Like, I've barely, I've been everywhere. Literally, that's why my room is a mess. So. And we had a, we was at Versus yesterday. Yes, which was amazing. Shout Big out to Versus. Big Battle. Uh, shout out to the big boss battle. Shout uh, out to my man Big Will. Yo, if, yeah. if you if you're from Vegas and you went to our review and you don't know who Big Will is, go go do something with your life, man. Shout out to Big Will. He broke a Kindle stick on a man's abs. Wow. Like but broken in half. Like he he not in half, but like the thing was shattered backstage. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. He don't he's not even a worker. He he don't wrestle. Yeah. Like he he screamed like yeah. It was fire. It was it was actually really like the spot was really good timing. Shout out to Malik. I don't know how he caught that whole thing because you got a good eye for stuff that's about to develop. I think we yeah. all do. Yeah, that's the best new, thing about wrestling. Video coming is uh is when you ringside and you actually being a photographer or, or shooting a wrestling match, you can anticipate a spot that's about to happen, and I think it, it makes it so much better. Yo, shout out, to, shout out to Big Will for kind of getting stuck. That's like if that's really the way I called it. He kind of got stuck trying to get <laughs> between the thing, and I was like, <laughs> and he told me he was like, "We gonna interrupt," but they already had came out, so I didn't think nothing of it. But he kind of got like stuck in a rail, and I was like, "All right, let me get Big Will." And then once once they had the Kindle stick, he took it, smashed it, and I was like, "Oh, that's great, man." I'll Big Will been my partner for like ten years plus now, so yeah, friends. Shout out I definitely to want point. to make my way out there and catch a show, so that'd be cool. Hey, definitely, sure, definitely got we, we got shows all the time, and um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what we gonna do. Have we had West on the show yet? On here, no, not yet. We, we, we gotta do that, man. We gotta do that. What do you do? Check our YouTube page. We gotta interview them, but like, we need to get them on the show. We need to get a full show. Yeah, Matt Ritter, man, how you doing? How you living? I'm doing okay. A little bit of good, a little bit of bad. I just, I don't know how WrestleMania night one could have like a 45 minute delay and still be better than night two. 
Yeah. They, uh, I, I was just telling somebody this, like, they just kind of set the bar higher than night two could reach. That, that, that's really what it is. And take over night one did the same thing. Oh yeah. Which was crazy. Yeah. I think, I think night one had better pure wrestling matches and night two was kind of about the moments, but. I also feel like with night one, the, the expectations were lower. I think more people were looking forward to what was going on on night two. You know, the, uh, the Fiend, Randy Orton, um, the, the triple threat, looking forward to those matches a lot more, whereas night one, nothing really stuck out to us besides Bad Bunny's match. But all those matches pretty much delivered, except for, I think, a consensus would say one match on night one was, was eh, and that was the tag team turmoil yeah yeah yes yeah so i think that that might be a factor in it but uh before we get into it man uh i want to send condolences out to the hardy boys uh matt and jeff hardy their father uh passed away recently um as well as chassie blackheart she she lost her father too so yeah uh, it's been a rough weekend for some of our stars man so uh condolences to, to all three of them um did you guys catch uh, Chris Jericho on the Broken Skull Sessions? I started it. I didn't finish it. I got like 15 I minutes. Of it this morning. Yeah. Same. I got about halfway through it. And then uh, the people I had over it didn't see TakeOver. So we put on TakeOver Night 1 so they could catch that before WrestleMania. So I got about halfway through. It's a, it, was, it was a lot of more mentions of AEW than I thought there would be. That was like the whole first segment yeah. of the show. It's like everybody swore they wasn't going to even go talk about it. Like, that's Kenny Omega's name was said maybe like seven times. Do you, yeah. do you know how like dumb that would be for them not to mention that right now? Like, yes, you have to. I Don't mean, insult me. They had they have their ways around it, you know. But that's I mean, like look, insulting me. Like, that's almost insulting a fan knowing somebody that works for another company and they come in and you just like, well, oh, so Chris, not have them on there, you know. Remember, you was in Japan. Like, like the thing is, like I, I said, I said this before. It doesn't, it's not following kayfabe rules. So if you're going to have somebody in there, you're going to talk about whatever you're going to talk about. So it's like, if you're going to bring Chris Jericho there, you're not going to have boundaries about what you can speak about. You, you, you're going all the way. Vince cleared it, then he knew what was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Let, let's talk about how this man wrote down the star rating, the money earned, and the result of every match he has ever wrestled and kept that shit years star it's, it's smart i don't know who star ratings he just said star ratings he didn't mention we, a name we know who, we know who but he uh reeks man reeks guy big milk <laughs> yeah no he he literally <laughs> <Your boy> has <laughs> the exact same piece of paper from 30 years ago that he wrote down the money he made in the first match that he wrestled and the result and all that shit. He that might be the only wrestler that that has that. TC, do What's you think it? he wrote down when he met the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast at <laughs> at the Tuscany Casino? I doubt it, but he's gonna wish. I wonder, there's, nothing, I wonder if, there's nothing to see here. I wish we made the list. I wonder if he wrote down when my uh, dad met him on a plane and asked him for an autograph for me, and he blew me off, and then RVD gave him an autograph instead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, see, yeah, I have I have very similar stories to that. Uh, Chris Jericho definitely ignored the fuck out of us, but 
he was he was in character, but RVD let me hold that TC. ECW TV team. Yeah, let me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to see here. <laughs> he, was talk, he was talking to everybody. Like he was talking. To, it was, wasn't just us. It no, was, no. TC was like high five. And he was like, "There's nothing to see." <laughs> That's how you remember it. Um, yeah, RVD let me hold the TV title though. So shout out. good shout out to RVD. Man. You have a terrible track record with former WCW employees between Booker T <laughs> and Chris Jericho. Oh no, Booger T just said my hair would never grow as long as his, and so I took you know like like Michael Jordan you took said, it personal, took that personally. So <laughs> yeah, Booker T was amazing when I met him again at a, at a boxing event. I think he Booker was, T was just ready to take a picture, dog. I was like, yes, sir. That's because your hair wasn't a threat. See, <laughs> yeah. mm, mm. nah, no, no low key. It'd it be a thing when, when dudes with locks see another dude. It's like I'm like trying that, to get that, like that you. Thing, that that thing with the, with the gorillas with the alpha male see another alpha male. They got to start like. Doing yeah. all that extra shit. And, that, and, that, and that's yeah. so true, though. Because, like, I, when I see somebody and they stuff kind of looking more buttery than mine, I'll be like, man, look. I, I ain't gonna lie. I found I fanned out way more when I met him at, like, this media event. Way more than I did at uh, StarCast. So, that was so you wasn't expecting to see Booker T there? No, I wasn't. Or Matt Stryker, neither. But I didn't Shout out to Matt Stryker. I just gave him one dab. So that, was, that was it. Shout out to D-Lo, too. D-Lo. Oh yeah! Shout out to D'Lo. Shout out to Master yes, I gotta watch a uh, Hardcore Justice. Still haven't watched it yet. I said that on on yesterday's episode. I was gonna watch Hardcore Justice. I ain't watched it yet. But hey, let's get into WrestleMania, man. Night two. Uh, we, we kicked it off. We got a new signature intro. It's it's. I gotta get used to it. I was kind of like they. I don't like how frequently they change it now. They change it every single year. I think it's like six months. Something I feel like, like that. it was something different not that long ago. It was very recent, but uh, we had a America the Beautiful sung by some country star. I don't know. And uh, and the streak is over, man. The, I think every year for as long as I can remember, it has been a random uh, urban black R&B act singing America the Beautiful at this show. I mean, so random. Well, I could throw yeah. out some names you don't expect, like Tanasha. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams from Destiny. <laughs> uh, Chloe and Hallie. Like, you know, Boyz II Men. Yeah, Boyz II Men did it one year. <laughs> Aretha Franklin did it twice. She's the only one to do it twice. John Legend did it one time. Yolanda Adams more. did it uh, yep. recently. So random, random folks. But uh, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder how Vince asked for Yolanda Adams. Titus. <laughs> Titus on <this. laughs> Her and Titus. Uh, her and Titus. Titus, can we get Yolanda? You think Yolanda do WrestleMania for us? Titus said, hoo, hoo, hoo. Nah, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Maybe you grab my arm. You owe me one. It, it was probably, um, what's the dude's name that used to be at Nexus? He was a lawyer. David Otunga? Uh, he the one that got Jennifer Hudson. I'm about no. to say, he got the. No, he got he the is connect. punk from I Love New York. Yeah, yeah. He, he punk. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Oh, he, we not going to do Because David Otunga, a.k.a. Punk, is from Elgin, Illinois, which is where I currently oh. reside. From Center. this town. We are absolutely oh, doing that. Oh, God. Right, I could never take him serious. Give me the pride, like, pride of Elgin, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Is uh, he true? Probably. I don't know I anyone else that I came out even, of Elgin. I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even remake the face that I made when I first found that out. 
No. When he was in when he was in Nexus. I could I could I can't redo that face for the life of me because it was so confused and lost. On the show, I was like, Yeah, I, I, was, just, I was just watching NXT. They started introducing all the pros. And he said, David Otunga. I was like, is that punk? I'm, I'm like 16. I'm like, is that punk? I love New York. <laughs> so I need to know what Vince is paying Titus because how do you suspend this man for touching you and then say, we're going to give you the warrior award, but also you got to spend two days with the most well-known racist in the hall of fame and host this second, show. Second most fun. Uh, yeah. Second most. They was they was pretty wild for this WrestleMania. Like we got a Jimmy Snooker, uh, we got some cross faces. You know what I'm saying? We we, we got a cross face from a Canadian <laughs> who had won the Royal Rumble, and he put the cross face on the big mega hill in the triple threat match. Won the won the Rumble at number one. Awesome. <laughs> like Tamina was just clearly like, uh, and the least problematic person on this show. I'm about to say, and got forced into a triple threat. Against his will. History repeats itself. All right. All right. Speaking of of our WrestleMania hosts, man, Titus and Terrence out there dressed like pirates. Shout out to everybody who kind of had the same idea of making the hard R joke with Terry. Shout out to shout out to (laughs) y'all. Appreciate y'all. so we get our we get our first match, man. Uh, announced earlier in the day. Uh, Randy Orton and The Fiend going head to head. And, uh, no, I'm going I'm to I'm wait. I'm going to just take my piece first. Um, Randy Orton gets the win here. Very pretty over, underwhelming, rather, contest. Uh, but I gave it a C just because I got really hyped when The Fiend came out the jack-in-the-box. I got, I got hella hyped. Uh, Randy Orton was wearing white. Never seen Randy Orton wear white before. Uh, I think uh, this past week, last week's show, or maybe the week before that, I said The Fiend was going to come back to his old form. And uh, I told y'all niggas, I told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all niggas. I told y'all he was going to return back to form, had that movie magic. Uh, but the red lights are back, so I don't know how people feel about that. Uh, the finish, though, is what I want to talk about. Uh, the finish, it was it was weird, but I, I think we're we're past Randy Orton now, and this is more about Alexa becoming too powerful to where she's she's out here just kind of ruining the fiend, and so I think that's where they're going next. Uh, but I, I feel like is, is this is this weakening the fiend? Um, what do you guys feel? I, I think. Uh, well, Reek, I don't know. Reek's got something to say. Reek or Matt, which one do y'all want to go first? Before, but before we even get to that, I need you to drop the track. I, I, that's why I had to ask. Who wants to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let Matt go first. He, he's he's our you know our guest host. I'm gonna let him go first. But I need you to drop that track because this is gonna. I'm about to This is Daniel Bryan's fault, and I'm gonna tell you why this is Daniel Bryan's fault. <laughs> WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan weaseled himself into a triple threat match. That is the first time WWE truly broke my heart when the Undertaker streak was broken. Now, seven years later, he weasels himself into another triple threat. And they do this to The Fiend. Listen, 
The entire story that they were telling with the fiend was redemption. The fiend exists solely to redeem the losses and the hurt that Bray Wyatt has received. They have played this out for six months now. All he had to do was go out there and win. And I was hyped from the transformation to the Jack in the box all the way up until Randy really hit that first kick and the fiend sold that kick. Once he started dropping those DDTs, I was like, this is not going well. I, I don't like where this was going. I want to see the fiend come out and crush Randy after lighting him on fire and melting him and all of this shit that we've been building and waiting and waiting and waiting. There's a thing in Chicago. It's called the curse of the goat. And uh, Daniel Bryan is most well-known as a goat. Uh, that's the one animal that uh, he is most resonating with. Um, that I, I truly feel like he is just an affront to me. Both times he has weaseled himself into a main event at WrestleMania and made it a triple threat. They have broken my heart. I don't like the idea that we move past Randy because the fiend has not successfully defeated Randy. The fiend has not got his comeuppance from losing his title at WrestleMania. We for having sister Abigail's chair burned for being lit on fire, all of the shit Randy's done. We've got nothing from it. This was the biggest fucking letdown. And I was so hyped for this shit. This was the one match I was really, really, really looking forward to. Cause it's, as a horror movie fan and a wrestling fan, it's so in my wheelhouse. And I'm like, yes, we're going to get this. And then they just shit all over us. And if we move away from Randy, or even if we can, like, why continue it? We've been doing this for how long now? Like, I just, yeah. I, I'm disappointed. And I'm giving this whole thing a fucking F. F. You got a rent, Reek, or can I? Oh, can I, I, oh yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let me get so, this out first. Can, 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 can I get it out first? Um, yeah, so. My, my 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 terms on the match, um, pretty much you know what Matt said. Um, me personally, um, rather that would have still happened and Randy beat the Fiend. You know what what the fuck ever. At this point, it's about redemption, nigga. You set me on fire. I want to kill you. This is not about a one two three anymore. This is about you almost took my life. The Fiend being who the Fiend is. Kayfabe, he's been through a lot in his life. You could tell that got him that place. Mm -hmm. And setting me on fire is just going to let lit me up more. What they could have done is, a after that happened, he got the quick roll up, whatever, cool, me a pin, whatever. Fiend attacks Randy. They fight, fight into a backstage area. Boom, into a cinematic thing where somehow the Fiend tries to kill Randy. And successful or not, whatever, you know, but this is WrestleMania. We don't need any more like, oh, what's going to happen next in this storyline? No, this is supposed to be the season finale. This is WrestleMania. This is where this shit's supposed to end. Like this WrestleMania backlash shit, I don't want to see a whole bunch of rematches. I'm sorry. But anyway, yes, this is where it's supposed to end. Um, they dropped the ball with this one. I understand we're going to let it play out. But like Matt said, fuck this. And yeah, whatever. <laughs> Mr. Haddock. I told I told TC in the text that they had to the end of the night to fix this shit or give me an explanation. Otherwise, I'm going to go off. So now I'm going to go off. First and, foremost, first and foremost, this gets an F. An F minus. And I'm going to go somewhere a little bit different because Matt right? said yes, F minus. Matt said a lot of what I'm going to go with, but I'm going to take it in a slightly different direction. The Fiend, like he said, existed because of the arc of redemption, right? It's about all of Bray Wyatt's failures, turning them into the Fiend's successes. 
You dropped the ball with Bray Wyatt, so that now you had to bring up the Fiend. But if we go back and just roll the clock back a little bit further, we remember that they dropped the ball with the Fiend when he first started. He came out of SummerSlam, and he was so hot that they put him right into a universal title feud with Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. What happened at Hell in a Cell? They stopped the match. The match ain't supposed to end unless somebody gets pinned or submits. They stopped the match in the worst finish in that type of match, in that gimmick match that I've ever seen in my life, that we've all ever seen at this point in time. Mick Foley went through the cell and that didn't stop the match. But you stopped it because Seth stacked a whole bunch of household items on top of the Fiend and smacked it with a sledgehammer. That was the first time you dropped the ball with the Fiend. That's not supposed to happen again. That was their one misstep. You had one chance to screw this up and that was it. We let him go because at the end of the day, the Fiend went on to Saudi Arabia, won the universal title, all was right in the world again. So when Randy set him on fire at TLC, I, Matt was mad then and I said, you know what? This is going to WrestleMania. That's what this is. Fiend's gonna take the time off. He's gonna, they're gonna do something with, with his image, his character. He comes back all burnt and melted and shit. Okay, it's all leading to WrestleMania. He's going to win. You went as far as to turn Alexa into a, a possessed, undead, uh, whatever the hell she is. We had Randy spitting up demon seed on national television. You, you got, you got uh, satanic uh, worshiping. Uh, undead revival shit going on TV. You had all of this, these bells and whistles to put, to bring out the, the imminent threat of the fiend to finally kill Randy Orton. She, this woman said Randy Orton was gonna die. She said that man was going to die on national television, on USA Network. She said, Randy, the legend killer is going to die. And you brought him out in this giant jack in the box as if to say, on Christmas day, here is your brand new fiend, enjoy. And he fucking lost. Why did we do this? Why did we bother? Why did we spend all these time and resources and uh, creating this build? One of the few matches at Randy WrestleMania that actually had a build that was worth investing into. And you went in there that the red lights I don't care for, the match went too long. They didn't even acknowledge that he almost punted Randy. But it's like that you went too long with the match. When he jumped off that box and straight attacked Randy, I thought, okay, this is going to be a quick squash the way it should be. And then it dragged, and I said, okay, this ain't good. This is not good at all. But I would forgive it if Fiend wins. He didn't win. Whatever the hell went on with Alexa, I don't know what this is supposed to be. If you're going to tell me that Alexa is either A, controlling the Fiend, or B, turning on the Fiend, then once again, you have wasted months of my time. I don't like my time wasted. So but bundle all of that together in one big ass box. That gives you your F. The result gives you your minus. I don't, I, I'm, I'm over this shit. I don't care how good a year Randy had. I don't care how good a year Randy had. This wasn't the way to go. I'm sorry.
I got two things to add. One, uh, Reek, thank you for reminding me. Uh, this is not only the curse of the goat, but Reek's fault as well. Because when I knew this was some bullshit back when the fiend got lit on fire, Reek did everything he could to convince me it's going to be okay. Just wait till WrestleMania. It's going to be okay. And I did, and I fell into a false <laughs> sense of security, and I got fucked. Pornhub style. <laughs> First match of WrestleMania. Because Reek convinced me that I was safe and secure and everything was going to be okay. Second thing, the only way I can see them even trying to redeem this is if they say that Alexa allowed the fiend to be burned, trapped the fiend so that she could drain his power. And that's what I think. That, that's what I think they're going with it. But also it doesn't, it doesn't fix my issue with Randy Orton, just getting away scot-free yeah. after all the fucked up shit he did. Like that doesn't fix that. So you know what? they could have they could have waited to another like another you know feud that went on and he could have you could have threw him in the universal title again or a WWE title again and that could have been the thing that set him off where it's like Alexis just to take advantage of that he's taking all his power you know, this, she could have won the championship again too this this seals the deal we are definitely gonna do the trial of Randy Orton and like I it, this ain't even on him because whoever booked this needs to be shot but we're definitely gonna do the trial of Randy Orton. Because for, for, for everything, this is probably the most egregious crime out of all of them. And I'm not forgiving. I'm sorry. They could have had Randy lose and had Alexa bring out somebody new to attack the Fiend and take the Fiend out. I'm even going to say some shit that I, you will never hear me say. They could have brought out Aleister Black from SmackDown and moved him to Raw. And I wouldn't have said shit. I would have shut the fuck up and let Aleister Black and Alexa Bliss be a thing and have Aleister Black black mask the shit out of The Fiend. And I would have been like, okay, I'm good with this. And I would have shut the fuck up about where he came from and all of my past, you know, I, I wouldn't have said shit. I would have been like, all right, you did something right here. I'll let this one slide. But no, no, Randy just ran away in his little white tidy whities all happy, I won. And The Fiend looked like an idiot. We can move on. I know we waited they, way too long on this. They should have really had the fiend put Randy through the ring. Like after he lost, slam him through the ring. I've been I've been seeing a, a, both companies with AEW uh, and WWE. They've missed a lot of opportunities with one person just going through that ring. You could start something great here, but that's another story. That's another topic for another time. Yeah, let's uh let's carry on, man. Uh, we get a, a backstage segment with uh with Titus. Eric Bischoff, uh, Bailey, and Terrence. Uh, Bailey making her case for for the best host. Uh, I, I got I got some I got something to say about Bailey, but I'm a, I'm gonna wait till we till we till we cross that bridge. Uh, but I told you I told you Reed, Hall of Fame stuff. Titus a Hall of Famer, man. We we, we just going to accept it. I, I guess so. But I, I he's a good I, person. He, he got that because he's a good person. I, I, Not because wrestling that. ability. I, 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 I got that. I'm just like, huh? Like, because, I mean, I know initially I, I was thinking like it should have been shot that should have got the Warrior Award. But, I mean, you know, they already had it planned to give Titus the award. I'm just like, the award is fine. Yeah, Titus was going to get the award last year. Yeah, like the award, I'm not I'm not tripping on. It's the, he's a Hall of Famer, technically. You got to realize this is a this is a very basic toxic relationship. <laughs> Titus shows Vince love, Vince suspends him. Then Vince lures him back with the warrior award and then sticks him with Terrence. Like 
he is mentally abusing Titus left and right. He gives him a little something to be happy about and then just slaps him in the face. It is a very toxic relationship yeah. they have. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a fact. Uh, after that segment, we got uh, our next match uh, for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Shania, it beat, uh, it beat Tamina and Natty. So, uh, but I, I will say this, nobody in that crowd really gave a shit about this match. It wasn't that bad though. Like I'm gonna I'm give this a, a B minus. It was okay for for what it was. Tamina was very over with the crowd though. Uh, can can what, I say something? Oh, hold on. What 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 do we deserve? Uh, or what do we do to deserve having to to sit through a, a natty match in back to back nights? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but shout out to Naya. You know Malik's here. I know Malik liked them in ring promos. And Naya, Naya no, has no, 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 no. Yeah, no. We're giving props <laughs> right here. You, you can't, no. you can't pick and choose. Uh, no. Shout out to Naya. I, lo- I love in ring promos, but you know it's bad when I don't love an in ring promo. I'm not a promo guy. I'm not one of those persons. When you do a bad in ring promo, you like I'm King Kong, bitch. No, that I heard that, I heard that movie was terrible. No, no, no that Kong that was was, nah, it, it was I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard it was bad. It was, it was, it was great. It was decent. It was, it was, I heard it, it. It's not to I'm King Kong, like you know, because if somebody called, if a man was to call a King Kong on there, like well, he would be canceled tomorrow. Like no, <laughs> let's not go there. You didn't. You didn't like. You know, she was like, you ain't shit. That wasn't hard. Shout, shout out to the censors for being late as hell. By the way, yeah, shout it was. It was. It, it, it was like she was trying that. They was like, go be the woman, Brock. It's like when Brock said it, you felt that. Like you know that was him. Her, but Naya like, talks shit during matches all the time, though, so it's not like she was just... Because she's unsafe. Like, she broke What they got to do with her talking shit during matches, though? It just it, it just it just felt like she was trying entirely too hard. It didn't feel genuine. Like, to be fair... Go ahead. Naya's always been the type that it's like, her physicality does that for her. She doesn't need to talk. Like, because like they, they said, she, she's, she, she's an unsafe worker from, from what a lot of people have seen and a lot of injuries that resulted. It's like their physicality speaks for it, even outside of that. Yeah. So she never she needed had, to talk shit. And she had a whole bully angle where she was upset that people were bullying her. Now you're telling somebody they ain't shit? What? Yeah. yeah. Ain't, <laughs> hey, people ain't shit, they ain't shit. So uh, who's next for Shania? Well, the problem, the problem with that in-ring promo was Naya because there is one King Kong line that you could drop that's going to pop a good majority of the crowd and it's king kong ain't got shit on me not i'm king kong bitch had she said that this maybe. would be a different conversation maybe, maybe. she fucked up yeah that's true that's true and what uh, i was going to say earlier is wrestlemania is like the new years of wrestling like this is like the new year's eve of wrestling this time next year can we at least have two female tag teams that's been together for the entire year. Like, let's really have a tag division for the women. At this point, this shit, everybody's just put together. You know what I mean? Like, they, to me personally, they could have had this on that, uh, what's they call it? WrestleMania SmackDown, and you put the men's Fatal 4 tag match tonight. I think that would have fit in. I think that would have boosted the show a little bit more. Um, or you could have had the first match from night one, and then you have this match. I mean, the first match on SmackDown, and then you have yeah. This match on night one, like, yeah, we didn't need both of these matches. Sorry. So he, since, since he asked who's next, that, that that's bringing up my point. 
okay. that Malik just said. I think it should be the Riot Squad. And uh, I heard you mention on last night's episode to for me to elaborate on my grade. I, I just I just realized later on that I gave it a higher grade than I gave Braun versus Shane. So I gotta I gotta tweak that. But I gave it I gave it what a C. Yeah. But yeah, I, I gave I went a little higher because squarely because of the Riot Squad. Because going into it, I think we all could acknowledge that they were the only real tag team in the women's division, the only legit women's tag team. Mm-hmm. And then they went in there and then they showed some real serious chemistry. And then they, they, they were putting on these new tag team moves. It's like they were like really flowing through this whole match to the point where I'm like, it just makes more sense to have them win. So by the time Natty and Tamina came out, that's honestly, to me, that's half the reason they didn't get a reaction. The other half is obviously Natty because no one gives a fuck. But the way they were flowing in the match, I'm like, yo, it just seems more natural to have the Riot Squad win this. And then you get even even bigger moment tonight by beating Nia and Shayna, uh, Nia and, uh, yeah, Shayna, to, to win the title. So it's like, that was the natural route to take. But, you know, they had to do Tamina versus Nia, which in all honesty, that would have been, one-on-one would have been a better match than what we got. Uh, like this they, wasn't they, bad. They had but, that match on Friday. It was just short. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then Shayna got you know interfered in the match and got a DQ. If you just let them go at it for ten minutes, minus the King Kong line, that would have been a real dope match to have on this on this night. It really would have been, especially if they weren't going to win the titles anyway. So right, right. But, you did you, know. you did all of that for Tamina to get her moment and not have her win. It's like for what? Yeah, I'm ready for Shayna to have her singles run. Yeah, which is why I'm giving this a D because I agree. Tamina should have a title run, whether it's tag team titles, even if it's stuck with Natty, she should have one. If they're not going to do the singles thing, this was the perfect opportunity to do it, and they didn't do it. I thought, like you, the Riot Squad should have won on night one. That's what I wanted to see. I don't need to see Nia and Shayna as tag team champions anymore. It's run its course. I'm over it. It's done. It's not funny anymore. It's not entertaining anymore. And I'm over it. So this is a D for me. The only thing that even raised it up a little bit for me was Tamina showing out on two levels. One, her in-ring work. And two, she stepped up her ring gear, accentuated some of her features that I didn't even realize she had anymore. And, uh, Look fantastic. So from her ring gear standpoint to her in-ring work, Such a Tamina really impressed me. Showed up. Oh, yeah. Well, you always get all bashful and shit when I get all Pornhub <laughs> on here. So I'm trying to be nice. Listen, I, I'll say it for you. I did not know her titties were that damn big. <laughs> Keep it 100. Look how thick Nowhere. that is. Looks like- Look how thick that is. <laughs> but, also, but you know what? You know what? I didn't even think of this. Where the hell was that nigga Reggie? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Side fellow ask, Reggie. Side fellow no, Reggie. Trying to get ready. I noticed he wasn't out there, and I was. I was kind of hyped. I, I didn't say nothing about it because I don't want to draw too much attention to him. So I like. I, I'm good exactly. with it because, like, I don't need him interrupting and stuff because he's just really been a nuisance. But I'm like, if you're gonna pair them with them, then they, that's their thing. Why not bring them? But I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, this is the one time it's okay that they forget that they did something. They completely edited him out of last <laughs> night's package for the main event. Like he didn't even exist, even though he was the whole crux of that feud. Yeah. And then tonight he didn't show up. He's just gone. So yeah. I just got one more thing to add to this. Damn, we spent like seven minutes on this weekend match. 
<laughs> thing. It's it's what are they gonna do with Tamina after this? Is it just this WrestleMania thing like they did with Zack Ryder? I'm still like that's my thing with Cesaro last night. Like I'm happy he won. Great, got your Mania match. Boom. At least what Zack Ryder's won championships at WrestleMania. And, but he lost it right the last night. I mean, when he won his last single one after the ladder match, he lost to Miz next night. Then he didn't do nothing until Kurt Hawkins came and they won that. Kurt Hawkins held the titles for two months though. And that was born. What do you like? What name some matches from that run? The Major Brothers were a better run with Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Can we go to the next Let's match? Let's go. We please? can move. That's oh, oh, I, That's I, my I, point. I get, I, I get that match with D, by the way. D, what you give Malik? Uh, I don't care. That's I was being really nice to it just because I, I somewhat <laughs> enjoyed it. So. And, and, and Tamina should turn on that. He beat the shit out of her. So everyone. She should. I thought, I thought this wasn't going to happen anyway. And join Roman Reigns. Why is Naomi wow. not with... Well, there is no her business, but why is Naomi not with the her business, and why the fuck is Tamina not with Roman? Instead, they're with Lana and Natty. Bro, do you know how good if they would have had the Andre Better Royal tonight and, and um, Jay would have won with Roman? Like, he won at the beginning of the night and Roman went in at the ending. Like, oh, my God. Do they need... Hire us, please. Cut wait for it. Check this. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna break it all down. Just wait. All right, let's go. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, next up, uh, this is this is what I think was the real opener of night two, because it was just all all guns blazing after this. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Sami Zayn. Uh, I'm gonna give it an A. Shout out to this one. Two best friends that beat the shit out of each other the whole match. It was very very enjoyable. Uh, I'm glad they. Got to experience that moment together uh, on this stage and in front of fans too, uh, and and Logan Paul getting the stunner at the end. It just takes it to A plus plus plus. Yeah. What y'all got? B plus. The only reason it's a B plus is because Kevin Owens did not jump off the pirate ship. We waited two years for it. It didn't happen. So facts. Only reason it gets a B plus. Other than that, I'd be hundred percent with you, but. I didn't get that moment. I've been waiting for it for two years, so B+. Plus. I'm knocking it down to a B. First off, because of that, because we wanted the pirate ship, and and it's like, they, they, they almost teased us because you put the ship on top of the... You didn't even put it all the way, keep the, the ship back there. You came and brought it closer. So as if to say, okay, now we can actually make it happen, and it didn't happen. And the other reason is because of Logan Paul. He didn't need to be there. I'm glad I, I, I said in the chat, I'm like, please stun this asshole because I don't want him here. There was no reason to put him into this at all. It honestly just dragged it down for me because I the thought it should have had a stipulation. But the best I, thing I we got him. out of Logan Paul. Oh, go ahead, T shirt. Go ahead, bro. Oh, the best thing we got out of Logan, Logan Paul is that dance from Sammy. Oh my goodness. That was the best dance of all. If he would do that every week, which is I don't know. I'm a I'm a sucker for uh a great just I got spoiled with the rock selling the stunner in the in the way Scott Hall stole the stunner at WrestleMania 18. So I'm a sucker for people selling the stunners in a in a way that just that just looked like they just got murdered. And I don't want to give Logan Paul credit for selling the stunner away <laughs> just because it's him. I, I don't think he, the way he sold it was a little sketchy to be honest with you. Like I'm thinking like yo you're supposed to Supposed to kind of brace yourself a little, like you just took that, like bro, you gonna break your neck, and then and then you are gonna try to sue later on, like stop it. Signed a waiver, I'm sure. Logan <laughs> came in and got the bag and got up out of there. Of course, WWE he, got some was, kid viewers. He was former kid. WrestleMania headliner Floyd Mayweather. I don't know what happened to that match that was supposed to take place this weekend, but thank God 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's move that. on, man. Uh, backstage, we had uh, the great Kali, WWE Hall of Famer, the great Kali, uh, with uh, fantastic comedic timing. Uh, we also got uh, the debut of uh, RVD's Rolling Papers on uh, WWE television. The fuck was that? <laughs> this is never so- in my life did I think I was going to see them promoting rolling papers on a pay-per-view or a WWE event. And especially from somebody that kind of fucked up your title scene because he had weed on. Yep. <laughs> but uh, you know, time heals all wounds. I thought he was about to pull out some RVD CBD, which I, you know, would have been a little bit more acceptable on, you know, Peacock. But he put out some rolling papers, you know, for uh, for tobacco use only. Yeah, that's right. You don't you don't want to call it the cock, right? No, we don't. We're not, we're you don't want to say you were on the cock, right? Yeah, we're, we're, not, not, we're not doing that on here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this leads us into uh, our U.S. championship. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. <laughs> Let me hold it together. Uh, that leads us into our United States championship match. Uh, Sheamus taking on uh, Matt Riddle. Bro. And, uh, and Sheamus gets the win here. Uh, I, I'm going to give this match an A. Uh, I enjoyed it better than the match they had on Raw a couple weeks ago, which that match was good, but uh, they, they did a little bit more. Uh, big shout out. And this is what I, I noticed professionalism from wrestlers. They, they, they want to keep each other safe. And, and Sheamus has been really good about keeping guys safe throughout his career. Uh, there, there was a very scary moment in this match that could have ended terribly for uh, both the guys in the match. But Sheamus, uh, Sheamus improvised at the last moment. Thank God. Um, mm-hmm. Top two bro kicks of all time. Uh, only up there with the one on Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Sheamus is a three-time U.S. champion. And uh, I want to read a tweet from... Uh, Wait, whoa. From... I was going to say, I'll go last, and then I'll let you read the tweet after. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll save the tweet for then. Uh, but uh, I will say this. Uh, Sheamus is a U.S. champion now. He is a, he is the best of the mid-card, so maybe he is mid at best. I was expecting a bigger pop. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was expecting a much bigger pop off of that joke. What I will say is, first off, this gets to A minus. Uh, the mid at best tour continues because ever since, you know, that that those dreadful words from Vince, who who now is changing his tune, but we'll get to that later. Uh, ever since then, he's been on just a whole different tear. I mean, Seamus produces on a regular, we noticed, but he just took it up to a whole nother level. And I think Truthfully, had it not been for Lashley winning the title, Sheamus would have been in that match with Drew yesterday and rightfully should have been, especially after that show they put on that fast lane. And I think tonight was his reward for that. Matt Riddle, for as much as I can't stand his gimmick no more, I'm, I'm right there with Matt in terms of the hatred for him off outside the ring. And in fact, I was, I was hoping so bad. Everybody was talking about, you know, slipping on the ramp. This nigga came out on a scooter. You know how bad I wish he would have slipped and fell off that scooter coming down to the ring? Like, I'm not even sorry about it. But inside the ring, the dude is on, for, for a guy that just made the transition over for MMA, he picked the business up great. He is solid in the ring. So this match was always going to be good. But it's time to get this belt off of Matt Riddle. He wasn't supposed to have it anyway. He's supposed to keep Lee's belt. We're not going to get into that. 
Sheamus earned it. He deserved it. And that bro kick was on point. Busted his whole chin up. Top two. Oh, yeah. No sleep. Yep. Um, it was cool. It was a good match. That's all I hear about a good match. I will never hate Matt Riddle because that man is from Las Vegas. That man has one of the coldest UFC knockouts. And I, I don't know. I just, I just always been a Matt Riddle fan. I love Matt Riddle. Do you, did you see that knockout, Reek? When he had to yes. do on the oh, oh, So, like, he would really whoop some ass. Like, Matt Riddle really would whoop some ass. And I wish they would play into that more, but it's cool. Um, that, that, that's my thing. It's like if, if he was just like I, I know he's technically still being himself, but it's like they just they just turn it up to a level it don't need to be at. It's like you trying to mix, yeah. you know, the, the 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 personality of him and just infuse so much of RVD from back in two thousand two into it. It's like no, nah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, man. I love, I, yeah. So for you, Malik, so you know, uh, and I checked today, um, the reason that Matt Riddle and I have an issue is because my name is Matt Ritter, his is Matt Riddle, and I constantly get tagged mistaken for him. I had someone threaten to castrate me on Twitter because they thought I was Matt Riddle. And then when I I hit them back and said, hey, you got the wrong person, they blocked me. I am still blocked by that account (laughs) to this day. Because Bro, of that I'm not, motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. Every time um, Reek tweets at you, I, I really do think it's <laughs> I'm like, why is this man so that's, him? So that's, okay. that is where the beef is. Now, that makes sense. That makes I will sense. say this. If it wasn't for the stoner gimmick and he didn't make me look bad by proxy because our names are so damn, like if he was the badass you were talking about, right, I would right. probably not have a guy, problem with the guy. But this California surfer stoner gimmick making yeah. me look bad, fuck him. Bro. Bro kicked the shit out of him. The only thing I would have changed was I would have made this a repeat of the Daniel Bryan Sheamus match. Oh. And I would have had Sheamus come in there and just kick his head off and pin him in five seconds and walk out champ. That's the only thing I would have changed. Uh, but we have an announcement to make because my co-host, who said some very disparaging things about our boy Sheamus, our new U.S. champion, uh, came to his senses recently and tweeted something out before this match. TC, would you please uh, read the tweet for us? Yes, uh, around uh, 1.30 Pacific time, about a couple hours before showtime, uh, from at SES Vince, uh, Vince Delgado, from the number one podcast on Pornhub, Smacking It Raw, uh, he tweeted out, <clears throat> if Seamus beats Riddle, I will officially take back anything negative I've ever said about him and stand the fuck out of him, hashtag WrestleMania, hashtag Ritter over Riddle, uh, post-match, congratulations to the GOAT at WWE, Sheamus. You deserve it, King. I am so proud of you. Hashtag WrestleMania. Hashtag fella for life. Do, do you have Birdman on the soundboard? Uh, which one? But You, you know, what? that that, that, <laughs> that respect. Oh, some respect on my name. I don't. I will, I will yeah. look into getting that in the future. Yeah, you have that because the next time Vince is on the show, we, we got to play it. Made it best. Vince has seen the light. He is officially a Sheamus Stan account now. We have been hounding this man for his mid at best comments. He has taken back everything. He even said he wants to put out a fella for life t-shirt through us that we are working on getting put together. So uh, look forward to that. No more mid at best. No more bullshit. Vince knows what's up. He has changed his ways. 
and we are so happy about it. We only had to bully him for two months. Like but that, that's okay. That's okay. Three, that's okay. Two or three you months. Know, as long as you eventually get there and you, you see sense, then it's okay. That's all right. I told him, I'm like, listen, had and, it not been for you and th- th- this blasphemy you spewed on this podcast, we might not have gotten this. Because I, I told you, they tapped in. They sent that audio to Shameless. Mm-hmm. And ever since then... They laughing at you, nigga! <laughs> <laughs> ever since then, he's been doing th- th- this great-ass work since then. Great, so, I mean, great. you got to give credit. You kind of just made me upset right now when you said when they tapped in. Um, I don't know if we talked about this at all. Oh, oh, but... I'm saving it. No, let's not. Let's bring this up at the end of the show. Let's not even mention it right now because I don't want them to give me. TC high. man, they tapped we bring, in. Bring we bringing this up at the end of the show though. I almost forgot. Well, real quick. Uh, not only is he a Stan account, and we do appreciate that. Um, he has seen the light. Uh, I want to shout out everyone that went and paid me my respects and used hashtag Ritter over Riddle and tagged me in all those posts after Riddle lost. I love y'all. Thank you for using that hashtag. Please continue to do so. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle all day. That's right. Yeah, uh, let's let's carry on here. Uh, we get a we get a video hyping up. Uh, Bat Bunny announced his tour for 2022 on WrestleMania. So he's a he's a yo, gamer. Yo. He deserves it. For sure. He deserves whatever good comes to him. Yeah. Yes, sir. So uh it's coming to Vegas, so I, I might be in there. So I'd be like, man, I saw a former 24-7 champion perform and it wasn't our truth. I, I seen a, a boxing a, what five time boxing champion perform and he lost his next fight. Roy Jones Jr. Adrian Broner. He was uh, on the Lil Wayne tour with T.I. He was. he was. And he was preparing for Madonna, and then he got knocked out that next one. He had some good music, by the way, but he did get knocked out the next one. I was kind of upset with bro. Oh, man, that, that's that's where he took the turn. On that tour. And he took that turn. Yeah. Uh, I never had it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My father-in-law gave Leon Spinks a ride one time. Hey, okay, okay. Everybody got stories about boxing. Yeah. Shout out to that. Good uh, team. Yeah, let's continue here. Uh, next up, in a Nigerian drum fight, Apollo Cruz defeated Big E. Big meaty man slapping me. It was a glorified street fight. That's what the uh, Nigerian drum fight is. It's a street fight. Twilight uh, Mania took place at the beginning of this match. Uh, I don't ever want to hear anybody call Wale iconic or legendary ever again. Those are two adjectives that do not describe Wale. He's very good. He's good. He's not iconic. Wale stands over here. Wale stands. He's not iconic or legendary. But but they beat the shit out of each other. I give it an A. Daba Kato comes in. He returns to help Apollo win. Intercontinental Championship. Uh, real quick, real quick here as a uh, a spoiler, inside news, whatever. He will no longer be going by the name Dabakato. He will be going by the name Commodore Aziz. Yeah, yeah. They just they just filed for a trademark to patent that name, 
And of course, he shows up wearing some some gear that fits the name. So that that's who he is now. And I'm giving this an A as well because it was a glorified street fight. But I'll be damned if they didn't beat the holy shit out of each other like it was a drum fight, <laughs> whatever it was supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, uh, the fight. right result the right result happened as well too because Apollo had to win after three straight losses. Yeah, the the, the fight was amazing. It's this this gimmick, the accent, everything. I'm I'm not I'm not feeling. <laughs> I'm not feeling. I feel like in the next couple months he's gonna be chasing our truth around and yeah. Not that he's intercontinental champion. Uh, once he loses it, did he have to go be... to Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I, I won't be surprised about that neither. <laughs> Mr. Rita. Let me beat his drums on fucking superstars in the main event in a minute. Uh, B plus. Right guy won, in my opinion. Uh, I'm happy to see Apollo get that win. I was a little disappointed that this uh, drum fight was just a street fight. I should have known better that to think they were going to make this something cool. Um, so there was that. Um, Did they even beat each other with drums? No. Nope. No, no they didn't. It was a bunch of drums ringside, you know, looking looking like, you know. I Somebody brought it. up you could have had dudes ringside drumming during the match to make it feel like a kill fight. That would have been dope. That, 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 no, we didn't do that. that. That's what I was expecting to see. Like, you're going to have a bunch of Africans around the ring drumming on drums. Or or better yet, if, if you don't have that, you could have, like, some dude at, at, at ringside you know, he's got the drums and he's got that one of them big ass, you know, spears or whatever Apollo would carry to the ring and they could start beating the shit out of each other with that. Anything. But you just decorated the ring, the outside ring area with drums and it's just a street fight. Like, nah, bro. He replaced his spear with a, uh, one of those gladiator jousting sticks with a metal tip. Yeah. It, it feels like they give, give them a bigger one every week or is it just me? It's like, <laughs> it, it, it went from, it went from like something that was like his height now all of a sudden it's like the size of one of the pillars outside the ring. Like I don't I don't get it. I was cool with the ending. Um surprised to see Dabakato. Um interested to see how they're gonna tie him in. Uh I'm assuming that he's going to be part of the Nigerian military here to support Apollo. Um not sure how people, if he's not from Nigeria, are gonna feel about that. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. He's Nigerian. His name is Baba Tunde. Well, it's about as <laughs> Nigerian as you can get. You know, Omas is actually Nigerian. He's from Lagos. He so if we get Omas in a trade for somebody over to SmackDown, and he's got Dabakato and Omas as his backup, Apollo ain't never losing that title. Oh, oh where's yeah. Monique? I would like to see. That's smart. That's smart. And, and uh, well, he actually is Nigerian. His father's Nigerian. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that, that that was smart. That was absolutely smart because you know the whole idea was, the, the, and the reason why they changed the name is because they want to repackage him. Since we're all underground, we don't know what the hell is happening with him. And pairing him up with Apollo in this new gimmick is smart as hell. Like you, you set Apollo up to have a long, decent run as a monster heel with backup, and Dabakato gets back on TV, and you know he could we we can see him in a bunch of those squashes. Kind of like Raw on the ground, but it's going to be in a real ring. I'm with I, you. For a fact, I, he was drafted to Raw, though, so there's... He was. 
Oh, God. I, I hope so. <laughs> like, we, I, just, I, we just waiting on Riddick Moss and uh, Arturo Ruas to. Or I think I think Ruas is was out injured, but yeah, where the hell Riddick Moss? Yeah. I, I, I hope Apollo, you know, gets gets his best, but it's either he's going to be up here or it's just going to crash. And like I said, he's going to be chasing around that title twenty four seven. And Biggie's not hurt, so you know that that loss doesn't hurt him. We can still push him possibly towards Roman in the future, which I can't wait to see. Yes. Uh, let's change the topic. Should be coming up. Mm-hmm. You never know. Could you imagine? Big E with the Money in the Bank contract coming out every week, grinding the Money in the Bank contract, fucking with people about how he's Money in the Bank. Oh, all day. Put that, put that Money in the Bank in Big E's hands. Bumming meat. <laughs> Next up, we uh we introduced the 2021 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. Kane gets the the biggest pyro he's gotten in a very long time. Would have been even better if he came out in the mask. I don't know why he didn't come out in the mask. Just come out in the mask and just take the mask off, you know. Like that's Glenn Jacobs that came out there. That wasn't Kane. That was that was Mayor Glenn Jacobs, former 24-7 champion. Mm-hmm. So, that's my only beef, but yeah, that was fun. Uh next up we got a uh, the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Oscar. Uh yeah, I got some I got a little bit of beef with, with this one here. Um Rhea's entrance for one, uh, it was brutality and it was brutal on my ears. Never want to hear that ever again. Uh, it was some cool spots, but but nothing nothing really moved me. So uh, for the match, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to give it a C minus. Uh, they have done uh, no favors for for Oscar. She's just been floating for about six months now, since since September. Yeah doing nothing as champion. So good riddance, man, at this point. Maybe maybe she'll freshen up a little bit being, you know, the one doing the chasing instead of being a champion. Uh, I've seen, I seen a lot of people uh, reference this on Twitter. Uh, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, they are the new Batista and John Cena, especially for the women. So, uh, and uh, Rhea Ripley is, is one championship away from being a singles grand slam. And she's only 24 years old. She needs to win the SmackDown Women's Championship and she has won every singles women's championship in WWE. And she will be the only woman to win every singles championship in WWE, including the NXT Women's UK title. Yep. I did just say that, Matt. I know, I just want to repeat that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dan, I'm giving this a C plus because as you said, I didn't feel like I was as into it, but they had a real hard task in following what Bianca and Sasha did last night. So that's not 100% their fault because, first off, they hot shot at this feud like two weeks before Mania. You had none of the emotion that you got after Bianca with Rhea winning because there wasn't any of that investment in Rhea winning. Um, I do think that Rhea was the right choice. I, I do feel like that Raw Women's Championship needed a reset. Asuka. I mean, they don't know what they're doing with her. They didn't really have anyone left for her. So if she beats Rhea, again, what does she do? It's not like Shayna is free to go fight her because still fucking tag team champions. So, like, we're just fucking playing with ourselves right now. Put it on Rhea. Now Rhea can start going through the women's roster. Something fresh, something new. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I was not invested in this match the way I, I was hoping to be, like I was last night with the women's championship match. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right about that. Quick sidebar. Um, I, my uncle, my uncle just tagged me in something. And I, I was reminded of the fact that way back in the day, he actually fought Larry Holmes. So I have a boxing story as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, before he fought Tyson, my uncle was a boxer. And he fought him. But uh, anywho, I'm I'm not I'm not going to sound fair, but I, I don't care. I'm giving this a D. I don't hold them to the standard of having to live up to what Bianca and Sasha did on night one. This was thrown together last minute. But the thing is, Rhea, for all the credit I've given her in the past, she has not looked comfortable since she stepped onto the main roster this year. Last year, she looked great. She was holding her own against Charlotte, who is their golden goose in terms of the women's division. And she looked great. Now, a year later, she's supposedly more polished. She's she she went finished up her business in NXT, had that banger with with uh, Raquel. And it's pardon my back, your current and new NXT women's champion. Uh, and then she comes up to the main roster, and I was all for her going right into the women's title feud. I'm cool with that. But she comes out the the skittish, nervous sounding promo. Followed that up the next week. You had the contract signing. She sounded better, but. Then you had that that tag team match, which was ass. And they and, coexist. Yeah, that, that was that was stupid. You know, I, I, they gave me they gave me hope, and this is another reason why I give it a D. They gave me hope when they had her, you know, cost Oscar the match. I'm thinking, okay, she's fully into heel territory, like like they said she would be. And you know, I'm thinking maybe that'll give her that edge. But then I, I said this in the chat. I'm like. I'm not into this match. I'm not, I'm not feeling it at all. I don't know. They didn't have any kind of chemistry. And that goes tenfold in terms of Oscar because Oscar doesn't have bad matches, especially with the top women in the division. She carried alongside with Bailey and Sasha, she carried them through the summer. And she does not have bad matches with top tier talent. This wasn't it. And that is an indictment on them because ever since the summer, Oscar's fallen, dropped out of the, the complete out of the mix they haven't acknowledged the raw women's title like that at all they just completely dropped the ball with her and this uh, unfortunately is just an unceremonious merciful end to this whole direction or whatever they were doing with her because it's like now you either need to reboot her or you need to just let her go back to nxt or do something because this was not it man like this i didn't have high expectations but it should have been better than this yeah. I did love Asuka's mask in her entrance. And I will say this for Rhea, if you're gonna come out and have someone sing your theme song, your theme song is This Is My Brutality, you better be brutal in that ring with that kind of entrance. It might have done a little more if she had busted Asuka open, she had dominated Asuka, made us worry for Asuka, told a little better story in that ring of what kind of dominant champion Rhea was gonna be. A little less back and forth, a little more Rhea might have helped that out a little bit. Was the first she was she beat Shayna Baszler at her game at at the at the physicality game. When you do that, especially in NXT in a main event, you can't come onto the main roster with your matches looking soft like that. And I I, that, I don't care if that's derogatory sounding. I don't care. That looks soft. Like I kind of I kind of feel how Vince felt with. KO and, and Chris Jericho at Mania when they was just like, oh, how was that? It's like, was that good? Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Yep. Um, yeah, my biggest problem with this match is like you guys said, it was no build. 
I mean, I know I'm a busy person, but I still try to keep in contact with the stories. And it was just like, Rhea Ripley's coming to Raw. And now she gets a WrestleMania shot, a title shot at WrestleMania. And my first thought was, okay, why isn't none of the other women on here intervening? I mean, if I was a fighter and if I was a wrestler, I'm just saying kayfabe, whatever. If I see somebody coming, I'm going to step in. You know, like, what you mean? She just got here. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, she had a match last year, but one, she didn't win. And two, we ain't seen her since. And, but I just went and looked at the Raw Women's roster and they really ain't got nobody over there. And that's the biggest problem with Shayna and Nia being a tag team. Me personally, I think you should probably draft Bailey or somewhere over to Raw, um, get Shayna out of this tag team, and maybe we could get something going here. But I, yeah, I, I barely paid attention to this match. I'm not even going to hold you. Can't even give it a grade because I really didn't pay attention. I mean, they have Alexa. Wait, it says Alexa's on Raw. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you have Alexa, you can work her into that some type of way. So I don't. Alexa, I don't Alexa pinned Oscar clean, and they never followed up on it. That will piss me off to the very end of this. I, I swear it will. Yeah. You know, you know, it was bad when. I think I think this would have gotten a better reaction if Peyton Royce got into this match, because that because that 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 promo she cut on Raw Talk was the most anyone had been invested in her time wise in I don't know how long since the Iconics broke up. And, so that, and her I, being I, in this match would have been more impactful. I know EO, EO, <laughs> I know EO was lost, but I mean you could have had her pop up on the screen something like I mean it's time for her to come up like something. There's just other things you can do. I want to see you go to SmackDown because I do not want to see them to reboot the Kabuki Warriors and just stick you in Kyrie Sane's spot. And that's some <laughs> not even that. You just you need more women on SmackDown. I, I've I've said this at yeah. nauseum. You can count SmackDown's women's division on just over one hand. Truthfully, outside of Bianca and Sasha, you have Carmella, you have Natalia, you have Tamina, Tamina Billy Kay. you have Billy Kay. It sounds like it. we just need one women's title. Honestly, you know, like, because like I'm, I'm looking at Raw, it's like, well, Becky's gone. Is Charlotte hurt? I haven't seen Charlotte. I heard she had a whole thing. Uh, I, don't, uh, I, I don't know nothing. I didn't. I seen they had a situation. I don't know nothing about that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna catch you up. I'm gonna catch you up after the show because yeah, 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 yeah. this, 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 um, this will stretch it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see like I see Nikki Cross, but like they haven't made me care about Nikki Cross. And, and that and that's my point. You have so much talent on Raw that you just land by the wayside. Nikki Cross, Alexa, Peyton, Lacey was before she got pregnant. She was there and she was in the mix. And it was supposed to be her and Charlotte at one point, but you know that, that that's a whole different, whole different thing. Mandy, well, no, Mandy needed Brooke on SmackDown, but like you just you have actually no, Mandy needed Brooke on Raw. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that that that's that's your six right there. Those. Throwaway women who you not putting on TV is the equivalent of SmackDown's women's roster in its entirety. My, 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 Deville. Lana Naomi. That's, that's nine. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> it's important. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is when it comes to that, but we, we, we shall see. No, no, don't think nothing's going to happen. Uh, next up, <laughs> Uh, in our main event for the Universal Championship, uh, the Royal Rumble winner, Edge, 
Daniel Bryan and uh, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. <coughs> Roman Reigns. Careful. Defeated both men at the same time. At the, in the words of the future, same damn time. Uh, a plus, man, for me. Uh, some cool spots in this match. Uh, I, I enjoyed the double spear attempt. Uh, I enjoy Ed spearing Roman from, I think it was an announce table, off of some steps, if I remember correctly. Uh, the double cross face, uh, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, some some great uh, acting from Edge right there. Uh, I genuinely thought all these guys hated each other in this match, for sure. Uh, and it was dope to see. Uh, who's up next for the Tribal Chief? I don't know. I have no idea. Jay is a great cousin. He did what every person supposed to do in a triple threat when you have somebody on the outside of the ring. Soon as somebody goes out to that outside of the ring, I'm whooping their ass. <laughs> like every time I see a triple threat match, and I'm like, it's no DQ. All right, cool. Why aren't whoever you have on the outside just sitting there? And Jay did what he supposed to do. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it was Reek who said, I don't know who said it, but they had a theory about Jay being the one to take down Roman later on. Um, was that you, Reek? Yeah, um, every time I see Jay Uso, I'm thinking that more and more now. This guy's got, I don't know if, if his brother ever comes back. I don't know what his, what's, what his brother's status is. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's on a, I don't think you should be putting him together with his brother no more. You, you on your own now, buddy. This man's a single star. You on your own now. Sorry. I, 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 I'm going to keep it simple because I know TC didn't plan for us to spend 40 minutes just shitting on stuff. So, uh, B. Um, don't know that I love the finish and curse of the goat. So B. Uh, so I'm gonna break this down really quick. First off, I'm gonna give the match an A. Uh, mainly because those were the only mic plug that it should be. Okay, you yeah, good. you good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so you gotta get real close to it, just put it right up to your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, I, honestly, it was really the only match that it created. That, that 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 real tension, that, that big fight feel for it. And, you know, like TC said, they really actually went at this like they were hating each other, like they were legitimately had beef. And, you know, Daniel Bryan, Edge brought out the absolute best, and they created that suspense. You really didn't know who was going to win until they did. And Roman, true to his fucking word, literally, like he said on Friday, stacked them, pinned them, held the belt up, got his million-dollar fireworks. I mean... You can't write script much better than that, truthfully, at WrestleMania. Whether you like it or you hate it, now you have to acknowledge it. Now, getting to uh, what, what Malik was talking about. WrestleMania 38 is April 3rd of 2022, which means they have 356 days to continue this mission of building Jey Uso into the main event star who will and should dethrone Roman Reigns as universal champion. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep this brief. I'm going to keep this real simple. Talk your shit, Reek. Night of Champions. They made the first ever match between Jey Uso and Roman Reigns, right? Jimmy was out. He, he's been out with his injury, whatever. This was Jay's time to shine. Roman took this man under his wing and said, let's work. We didn't know what to expect. They put on a dope-ass match. 
You follow that up with Hell in a Cell, with some of drama-wise the best production that that WWE had put on in a long time. That statement was made right then and there that Jay Uso has the most untapped potential they have not yet used out of virtually any other star on the roster. And ever since that Hell in a Cell slash I Quit match, I, I, I said it as, as sure as the day is long. I, I said it in my head. I, I said it to one of y'all. Jay Uso has the, the long-term potential to be the guy. And they, for, they put the idea further in my head when he finally aligned himself with Roman Reigns. I said, damn, you got a story here. You got a two-year story here. Because like now, story. now you can draw this out because, you know, JJ's going to be standing right, short, you know, lockstep with him the whole rest of the way. And the fact that Roman won tonight, because I did, I was one of those people that thought, you know, Edge is probably going to pull it. You know, they, they brought Daniel Bryan in to, to eat the pain or whatever. But now that Roman won and Jay helped him win, you just planted the narrative even deeper. Like my man Malik always said, it writes itself. You just gave yourself material to guide you all the way through. Who's been helping you retain the universal title time after time after time? Royal Rumble, Fastlane, Elimination Chamber. Well, not Elimination Chamber. You didn't need help because Daniel Bryan already got beat up. But just time after time again, who helped Roman Reigns? When Roman he helped attacked, him in Elimination Chamber because he was in it, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. He went toe-to-toe with Daniel Bryan and softened him up. That's another tap. When Roman tapped at Fastlane, right? No, no one, no one remembers. You know, no one. It, it didn't get seen and stuff like that. And you know, Edge ultimately, you know, stopped it all. But who jumped into the match to save time after time? Jay Uso. So these runs on SmackDown, the main event, main event Uso. You keep that going as long as you possibly can. And then once January of 2022 comes, you put Jey Uso in, you have him win the Rumble, and then you simply, all you have to do, make some you know little tweaks to it, but you just revisit the Batista Triple H storyline. Meaning, Jay is the big dog now who just won the Rumble, and it's supposed to be about him. But it's going to still be about Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the head of the table. He's going to still take all of the attention and the shine off of Jey Uso until the time comes where he needs to sign the contract. Who are you going to face at WrestleMania? And it's going to be, damn it, you're going to have the biggest swerve. Oh, you've been taking all this attention off of me. I won the Rumble. I have the right to make it at WrestleMania. You might be the head of the table. Go ahead. Did you notice on Friday... Uh, after the Dre, Roman basically took credit for him with uh, Jay Uso winning the Dre. Exactly, exactly my point. You're just gonna keep adding up. As a matter of fact, you could have Jay win the IC belt at some point in time, just to kind of pat his stats a little bit. Yep. But ultimately, with all the credentials, once they start adding up, it's gonna blow up in a segment where he finally decides, "I'm gonna face you. You might be the head of the table." But now it's my time because I've been hey, carrying, I've been low key carrying you. You can also have The Rock come in at some point and 
do some things. You know what I mean? This is the perfect time to add Tamina today to the group and all that. It's like you, hey man, they listening, yo. Hold on. The, the, Don't say too the, much. Listen, the bigger you build, <laughs> I, I, that's what I said. That's what I said. I'm, not, I'm not gonna get too much into this because hey. I know they're tapping and they're gonna steal my shit. But this is going to write a beautiful fucking story if you just follow the, the lines. Allow it to happen. 356 days you have to make it. I know we all talked about Biggie hitting that spotlight. Listen, you got another another mania at Hollywood where you can do that. Next year needs to be Jay Uso's time because you're already building the blocks. Jay Uso next year beats Roman Reigns and solidifies himself as a main event star. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Y'all did y'all thing with the Usos. They're one of the greatest tag teams to ever do it. But gotta find a, they, go, go to NXT. Go to NXT. Yeah. Work down there. Yeah. Marty Janetti for Jimmy. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, bro. He can be you in can, the story. You can bring in you can bring in that younger brother and just you know have them team up. Be you know it still be the Usos. Jacob. That's true. Uh, no, uh, Seth. Jacob is a Tonga kid, son. Oh yeah, that's right. That's true. They can do that. But yeah, no, Jay, Jay earned his stripes, man. And I think truthfully, that that's that's kind of the direction that Roman wanted to go in when he came back. Because it's like, yo, that y'all been so overlooked for so long. And you know, they, they just seen you as a tag team guy. Like those, those promos he would cut when he said, Well, oh, I'm just the other Uso. That that that's a real feeling. That was drawn Which on real you? emotion. Yeah, right. That was drawn mm-hmm. on some real emotion because he probably really feels that way. And Roman said, you know, all, you know, obviously off camera, like, listen, we're gonna change that. We're gonna we gonna make some, some some adjustments to that and we're gonna show them that Jay Uso is a single star, and they've been doing it ever since. And that's the end game. It's gotta and, lead to this. And this, like, like, like we did on our tournament about you know, WrestleMania, which one was the best. You know, this could lead to future things of saying, hey, tag team wrestlers aren't just tag team wrestlers. There's other people that could do be stuff in single divisions. Don't want to switch over to AEW, i.e. Ray Phoenix. I feel like Ray Phoenix is a fucking star, but you just got to, you know, get away from his brother pretty soon. But, you know, anyway, back over here, Jay, because they held the tag team division down for years and they did it and people turned and them turning heel and all that stuff, man. Yeah, he deserves it. Hopefully we get this next year. Maybe have Rock as the special guest referee and have Roman have a power trip. Punch the Rock, Rock Bottom, Jay Uzo, one, two, three. There you go. Vince, if you don't cut this fucking check, man, we, Ooh. bro, we give <laughs> And hold on, wait, let's see. Hold on, hold on, wait for TC. TC? TC? Uh, oh, uh, oh, is that, is that, is that, did, is that did what we, it is? Did we, did we all give our, our ratings for this match? Yes. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, I know. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Go ahead. Vincent Kennedy <laughs> McMahon, the second, sir, junior, second, whatever the hell is uh is what we supposed to call you, whatever, Mister. I I I back back when you know before Instagram did some whole shit. You know, and, and you know, locked us up free white cat wrestling. I was I was putting in work, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I enjoy, you know, researching stuff and, and finding stuff out. And I found out something about a about a woman who broke down barriers uh, as a black woman. A pioneer of uh, somebody. Uh the 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 reason why we got to witness this main event last night at WrestleMania. I found out about this woman and I, I put her on to a lot of 
a lot of your uh, independent contractors that I saw on WrestleMania today did not know about this woman or this woman. And uh, they put it out there in a, a viral post of ours. Uh, we had an interview with uh, with the great Chris Bournet, a uh, great journalist from uh, out there in Ohio. Had him on the show to discuss his Lady Wrestler documentary. And uh, basically, uh, that Lady Wrestler documentary being released on Amazon Prime uh, combined with the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, I think we provided outreach among a, a name that a lot of people did not know before uh, Black History Month this year, uh, the, the late, great Mrs. Ethel Johnson, who Vince McMahon decided to include in the, the, the legacy wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. Didn't even get the women's footage correct on the video package. Let's redo this. I, I didn't even play the sound bite just because I wanted to keep it calm and I, I didn't want to get into a full rant because I kind of want to close the show down uh, a little bit after this. But uh, I just want to say, man, let's instead of instead of rushing to to try to do something, you know, I, I'm not expecting any any you know true 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 acknowledgement, but. I mean, at least get the woman's footage, right? That's all I gotta say. Reach out to the family. That reach out to the family. Disrespectful. Didn't didn't even reach out to the family in regards to it. It was just like if you weren't paying attention to the Hall of Fame, you wouldn't have even known that she was in it. And I think uh Ethel Johnson paved the way for uh Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair last night. Paved the way for Naomi uh last night. Paved the way for uh, Jazz and and Jacqueline and, and and you know even those that didn't really perform like like Crystal Marshall or you know certain names we just throw out there. It's black women period in this business. Without Ethel Johnson, wouldn't it be none of them. She deserves a, a whole lot more respect than what was given to her this past weekend. Yeah. So you, you chose diplomacy. I choose violence. Cause fuck all that. I'm fuck all that you talking right now. Fuck all that comments you talking right now. I'm sorry. No one in the company, past or present, to this point, knew about this woman. Jacqueline, Shane Helms, Dustin Rose, Nia Jax, Tamina, all acknowledged. Medusa. We have never Medusa, Never heard of this woman's name before. Never saw this footage. You weren't even on her radar. You weren't on Black women's wrestling radar before that post went viral. Let's call it what it is. Before all of the realization came up that, oh man, this happened in the Boston Garden, out there in the, was it the 50s? The 50s or the 60s? Main eventing women, main eventing shows? The Boston Nobody Garden? knew about that. Exactly. Main eventing one of the Boston. most racist towns in America. Black in women main eventing in Boston and nobody knew about that. Shots up Sasha's from Boston. The woman who's in your main event, and I'm sure she didn't know about it either. So you take that and say, Oh, oh, well, we 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 just heard about this, this woman, put her in the hall of fame. Really? Really? That, that, that's what we're gonna do? And then you're not gonna sh- you're not gonna shout out, you're not gonna shout out a little small independent podcast, one by two, by three black men, young black men. We, we couldn't have came on the bump who, who, to talk about it. I would have came on the bump. Who, who, who produced this content that you steal and, and, along with all these other outlets? I'm not going to name them all, but did, did this content that you just listening to and you just bite to death 
You're not gonna you're not gonna give a shout out. You're not gonna do nothing. You're not gonna call the family because family. All you gotta do is just hire us. I mean, all you gotta do we we could save the WWE. We could save all that. We could make this some of the best stuff you ever seen. Just hire us, man. I'm a, I'm a quote. I'm a quote. The raising defending, undisputed, uncontroverted heavyweight universal champion. All you need to do is acknowledge us. That's all you need to do. It was that simple, and you didn't do it. So now, now we got beef. Now we got real beef. That, 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 that's word to VKM. And I, I just shouted out VKM last night because of the phenomenal main event they put on. I, it, it brought tears to my eyes. I, I, was, I was moved beyond words for, for what we saw last night. But now we got beef. It, it got was beef. crazy. Because I was literally, what was it, Thursday? Was it? No, it was Thursday. Tuesday. Yeah, I was gearing up to leave for a shoot. And I'm watching it as I go. And I get a break just to sit down for like five minutes. And they're going through it. And then it said Ethel Johnson. And I was like, is this the lady TC made the post about? So I I hit the chat like, yo, y'all see this? And at first it was like, what? The TC did I see TC text? Wow, or some shit. I forget what he said, but it was basically like find out what I said. Just give me a moment. Yeah, it was just like, are are y'all serious, bro? Like, yeah, you just take it and and hey, fellas, thank y'all for this. You could have just sent us an email, be like, yo, thank you guys for this. And and acknowledge, like you said, Rick, acknowledge us. It it just blew my mind because it's like y'all had. A couple of years ago, y'all, y'all had a slight moment of clarity. Well, thanks to some 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 pushing from Snickers because they found out that Fabulous Moolah suppressed this info. We had when that our interview that we had with Chris Bournet, he talked about it. In the, the, the town he's in in Ohio, where these women wrestled, they didn't know about these women. So it, the people in the town didn't know about these women. Imagine all of these women across wrestling, not even just in your promotion, in several promotions, who've never heard about these women and what they did. So you had that moment of clarity where you erased Fabulous Moolah out of existence because of what she did in terms of suppressing, you know, the, you know all of these women's accomplishments and their, their exposure. You had that moment of clarity, albeit pushed, and you didn't think that when this, you know, when this started to blow up, that you should maybe look into it a little bit more. Not even to, obviously we want our acknowledgement for it, but like, like what was it? Malik said, talk to the family. Yeah, you know, Matt, Matt said that. reach out to uh, Matt. I'm sorry, Matt. Reach out to the family. <laughs> Say something to them. To hey, we yeah. like to we like to induct Apple into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's like this is this is so tone deaf. Like I obviously like I'm tight about us, but. For everybody, this is tone deaf on a whole nother level, and it's pissing me off. If TC was able to, take the time to go and research and make a post about this woman, you think that a multi-billion-dollar company could find one person to properly research and find footage of Ethel? And if this is where they got it from, because as we've talked about, they are tapped into you guys. The fact that we could have had Young Kings Wrestling taking the bump on the cock WrestleMania weekend. And they passed on that <laughs> completely disappointed. <laughs> taking the bump on the cock. Oh God. Wild. I'm supposed Wild. to be mad. I'm supposed to be I am mad. fully the reason why they don't. 
they don't cut your check. You keep having me on the show, and that's why. I take full blame, and I apologize. Oh, God. I'm supposed to be angry right now. Yeah. No, because like like you said, uh, Matt, TC, he took his time out and did this. Like, we all know, I started Young Kings Wrestling. But without this man, TC, work and effort, this shit would be dead right now. And to see my partner do this and even just, like, not even giving him some credit is, like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? You could at least try to eat that. At least at least got Chris Bourdain on the bump or something. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, this man, uh, th- th- you know, all the work that TC does, Chris Put Bourdain in 10 went years out and made work. a... Exactly. He went out and interviewed all of these women across wrestling and just, yeah. just spent all this time getting to know them, doing the research that you simply said. You could have hired somebody just to look a little bit into. He went out and did that and more, put out this documentary to highlight this. And you couldn't even acknowledge the man that did it? Really? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, or you could partner with people. It's now that's that you damn do. shame. If you don't want to hire people, you could partner like any, anything. Especially if you see it, see it. I don't, I don't know, bro. They, they, they wild. They wild. Yeah, Vince McMahon. Let's wrap it up. You, you, you have made the list. Still cut that check though. Uh, Please. Thank you, Mister, <laughs> Mister Matt Ritter, joining us once again as you do all. All most most pay per views, you know, Malik came in, showed up today. Uh, maybe next week. I don't know. I don't Hopefully, this is this is actually the first time Malik and I have spoken since Malik told me on Twitter, "I don't give a damn what any other podcast has to say <laughs> or a damn about your opinion." About a year ago, so this was a very pleasant experience. I'm glad me and Malik got to do this. <laughs> got along. I said, no, no, no. That, I, I hit it. you up. It was before I ever came on the show. I hit you guys up and I was like, oh, hey, you guys were talking about something, blah, blah, blah. And literally you tweeted back at me. You're like, hey, listen, I don't really give a damn what anyone has to say outside <laughs> our podcast. I don't give a yeah, damn about none yeah. of these other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cool dude. I think that was right around the time too when, when TC first did um, his cameo on Pornhub. And then we came back and we was talking about it. And he was like, now, now he finally got beef with Travis. He was like, man, fuck all that. I don't care about them over there. It was. It was around the same time, actually. Now that I think about it. Oh, man. Yeah, it was. Fun yeah. times, man. Shout out to Matt Ritter. It's all love. It's all love. Uh, love. your social, yes, guys. Sir. We're going to start with Matt. You guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Also at Smackin' It Raw Pod, we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. So if you go there, not only will you find a link to the whatamaneuver.com where you can get those Black Lives Matter shirts as my pin tweet, but also all of the link trees that'll get you over to where we are on Pornhub, where we are on YouTube, and where you can find all of our audio, Spotify, and everywhere else. So just go there. Do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, y'all can find me at Recavit24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast. Everyone but Malik has been on the show, so we're still working on that. Now that this wild, maddening, maddening week of WrestleMania season has been gone behind us, I can focus on getting you some new content, so I'm working PFL's on that. PFL's coming up. PFL's coming up. That is correct. PFL Big is coming, coming up, too. At the end of the month, Big, Big three. 3 is coming up. Yeah, you guys might not hear me at all in the, the month of July. You might not hear me at all on this podcast. As your show for the anniversary so show, man. <laughs> I was, yes. I got to do that. Yeah, big, big three. Big three is coming up. PFL is coming up. The NFL draft is coming up. 
There's gonna be a lot of stuff to talk Yo, about. Yo, shout out to my guy Henry Ruggs, bro. He came to our celebrity game, and like I just literally sat there and chopped it up with him all night. He is the coolest dude in the world, and he should. He said he wanted to play the game, but it was too late at that point. But next year, my guy Henry Ruggs is in there. Shout out to Henry Ruggs. Shout out to the whole Raiders organization. I need an interview. Well, you said you said, you said your guys. guy Henry Ruggs like like you cool with Henry Ruggs like that? No, we just we just chopped it up, man, and and he was a cool dude, you know. If, if you but see like, him again, we, we stay in contact with him. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Julian Newman. He's he's another guy. Shout, shout, shout out to a, shout out to my man's two time WWE Hall of Famer Sean Waldman. Yes, sir. Mm. All right, good people. That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll, did you plug your socials? Follow me at Malik.LV. There's no use to follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet, so. He don't. <laughs> uh, follow me uh, uh, wherever, you know, Instagram at TC.Fontaine. On Twitter, if you want to. Follow us at YK Wrestling everywhere except Instagram, because why? They some hoes. Free YK Wrestling. You can hit us up on Instagram, YK Wrestling underscore. And uh, I don't know how to really close this out. So I'm just going to play probably my favorite WrestleMania of all time to exit out this show. Because why not? Gone.